And if you want to know the secret to winning in this market, as the market gets crazier and the inventory gets tighter and all those things happen, the secret is the better you get at this, the more you're going to win. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area, and this is how we do it. 95% of my process needs to be on the problem, which is also labeled as what? Pain. The pain. All my conversation needs to be talking about this. Pain. Okay, and this is how they're at, their situation. This is also in the discovery. This is during my presentation. This is as I'm showing property. This is when I'm following my sellers, talking to them. And I notice this a lot uh, because when I review every single deal with everyone, guess what I've yet to ever see in the notes? Their pain. Unless it's Joe who books an uh, appointment on the listing side because that's something that we required him to have when I was doing it myself because I needed to know what the pain was. And so if I lose leverage on my clients two months in, three months in, and I can't make them make that offer, most likely I forgot their pain. You know, I've done that many a times on the seller side where I'm trying to push my seller, but ultimately I can't remember what their pain was. So I got 15, 20, 30, 40 sellers. Uh, if I don't log that and really focus on that, that's why the notes matter a lot. But everyone I see doesn't even put the notes in of why it actually matters they're, they're doing, right? And so when I'm talking about that, there's going to be, per, you know, the first part is what? Right? What is it? The why. Why is it painful? Why does it matter? And the lesson there. That's kind of the key parts of what we have. But I need 95% of my entire process, the entire sales process, needs you focus on this. We tend to do what? Focus on the opposite, right? So we tend to just focus on our solution, which is what? Our presentation, our chart, all that, shit, which is cool and all but it doesn't really matter if we don't have all the right pain. And so that's where I got to get good at really getting in between the lines, understanding here. And so part of that cycle needs to look like this, where I'm constantly just going across back and forth to their pain. Now, the other part here is just going to be on the solution part, AKA me, 5%. If you look at most presentations, they're done the opposite. They spend 5% on the pain and figure out the pain and, and, and digging into truly what that is. And they spend 95% on the solution, which is them. But the problem is what? That doesn't move them, yeah. right? They don't get moved by that. And so they're just basing themselves really on that 5% difference to you. And so if you do that, now I'm able to get deeper in what they want, deeper in how they operate. And that's the key part here to influence of how to get them the way I need them to go, if that makes sense, right? I'm gonna take that deeper for you guys, but that's the key part there where I've gotta make sure I'm getting into the actual pain. What I do, there's six steps we do to do that. This is a deeper level. Um, any question about that makes sense, right? There's a lot of you all that think that are missing this in the presentation. You're missing it in your discovery, you're missing it just in caring about the client. A lot of times they'll get to just the problem, but not to the actual pain. Does that make sense, you guys? And I think that's something that's important to look at. So step one in this whole process, hopefully I got a pages left. Step one, the whole process here, uh, what we got to do is number one, we got to find the pain. How do we do that? Question. Ask questions, deep questions, right? I understand. Number one, do they have a problem? Yes. We're asking here, right? Problem. 
Do they have a problem? That's what I'm asking myself as I'm going through three questions. First level, second level. Um, now here's the thing though. The problem they tell you is not really the problem they really have. You know why? Because most people are liars, right? Ourselves included, we lie to ourselves about our own problems. We always pretend it's not as bad as it really is, and we usually try to blame it on something else that's not really the true problem. Most of which is ourself, right? That's kind of the whole thing. Number two, does that problem have a painful consequence? That's important to look at as well. And number three, is he or she ready to fix it? This is the psychology I'm going through as I'm going with a client, both in the uh, presentation on the buy side, it can be a telephone, phone call. Uh, this is how you have true influence on somebody to help them move, right? I think that's a key part to look at when I'm going through the first part for them, right? And so that's number one, which I think is super important. That's called my leverage. And so the deeper and the better I get at doing this, the more what I have? Trust, Trust right? Which equals leverage. That's how I'm getting the person to move, to make the offer they need to make right now. If I can't go deep enough to find the pain, right, the, the painful consequence they have and are they ready to fix it, I'm not going to be able to get them to get where they need to move as fast as they need to move and pay as much as they need to pay. Right? Number two, which is super important, is I need to induce the pain. Number two is induce the pain. What do you think that means? If they need to feel it overall, which is important. We all need this. This is something that's done through, like I said, a consulting standpoint of how to have someone coach and do better in their life. Something to learn in regards to helping other men. But more importantly, we do the same exact thing with our clients. And so part of how I do that is I got to make sure that I can massage their pain with some of the pains I have with some of the pains I've seen with clients through what? Third party, Third party stories. Stories, if I have them, it's very good. But more importantly, stories to other people, which makes a big, big difference. I need to verify it matters. I got to find the real true pain. And so through that, I'm verifying, right? The question is how I do that is I got to make them feel it. And you can tell they feel it. If they tell you some stuff like, oh, I want to be a homeowner, right? That's something a lot of people just say, okay, well, renting makes more sense than owning. Owning makes more sense than renting, but that's not the true pain. I want to find out that their parents own a home. Have their parents owned a home before, right? Are they first in their generation to actually own a home, right? Does that make a difference? They move a lot when they were kids. Did they not have a place they actually felt was their home when they grew up? All those are certain things they need to dig into, but like Ren mentioned, there is that part of the cascade effect, which we'll talk about in a minute, uh, that I'm able to make sure I gotta find out, this is important, that Ren kinda nailed there, is the unintended consequence. I've gotta make sure that I can cascade that, which we talked about a million times, right? I gotta cascade that into other areas of their life. How's that affecting their money situation? How's that affecting their relationship together? How's that affecting other parts? So I gotta make sure that I can find the unintended consequences. I have to have them verify. How do I do that? I gotta start guessing a little bit, go down the rabbit hole. I look at this as the quote, read between the lines. I've gotta get read between the lines. A lot of people that are novice, they screw this up because you take them for their word, right? And you believe what they're saying. In essence, you gotta get there so you can read between the lines and understand, look, what's the true pain? Because here's the thing. They don't know their true pain. They think they do, but they don't. And so part of what we do as a consultative standpoint, how I can guide them and from a true leadership standpoint, is I gotta really help diagnose the pain. I've told you this before, my coach said a million times before, is that when I know your pain better than you do, I own your mind for life. And that's a way for me to have influence, understand of how do I get in there and help them undercover that because it's true, like in that relationship example, they just want a deeper commitment in most cases to build a family to get to that next stage in life. 
And so I got to be able to help them, one, understand that, two, verify that, and they got to confirm that in their own words. Wife wants commitment. Wife wants further, you know, have a house together, all these things. Husband doesn't really want that commitment. And I have to get on board, but I have to show him what the unintended consequences if he doesn't do that. And he's got to realize that he may not want that, but he don't want to be alone either. Because the longer he pushes and the longer he avoids and the longer he doesn't want to make that next level commitment, the less likely she's going to stick around. And it gets to that point where you got to help that man feel that and pull that pain into now so he understands that, look, if you don't take some action and make a decision and help make commitment for this woman that you say you love, you're going to have to be able to make sure that you make a decision now or she's going to leave your ass. Important. Number three is important here. I got to expand the pain. I got to make them feel it. I got to make them feel the pain. And that's important to do because I got to dig in and have them, like Ren mentioned in those questions here, what's going to happen? Right? Why does that matter? And what I'm really looking for, too, that's a deeper level of this, is what are they ignoring? I need to help them understand of what are they ignoring here that's in this process that I need them to see. Because there is something that usually most people, one on the men's side, one on the women's side, whatever it is, there's something that they're ignoring that they don't need to be ignoring. And so part of my job here in expanding this is helping understand and ask those questions to get to that next level. And so how I do that is I create a big-ass story for them. What can happen, what will happen, here's the key thing. I want to ask him, right, what happens if things don't change? What's going to happen if things don't change? If you continue doing that, they say, well, we keep renting. That's a great point, right? So paint for me in your own words what happens five years from now if you don't make a change. I think most people will tend to put their head in the sand and not look at that. This is where the leverage starts to really happen. That we all need this on ourselves, people that we do. And this is, if I'm coaching somebody, this is where leverage starts to happen. Because we painted this first part, they start to feel a little bit what they've been ignoring because most people on this big drip of sedation. They sedate themselves out of reality so they don't feel the pain of what's really going on. And so my job is to rip that, you know, drip of morphine, so to speak, out of the arm so they can be in the present and feel what's going on. And we're pumping that in through what? Stories of this is what's going on now. Here's what's going to happen. What's going to happen if you don't make a decision? John and Mary, what's going to happen if, you know, John doesn't make a decision here and you guys are stuck in and he doesn't make commitment to you? And one of the key things to say is paint for me in your own words what happens in five years if things don't change. Why is it important for them to paint that in their own words? They own it. It's their words. It's not mine. And when it's verbalized outside of their subconscious into their conscious, now all of a sudden that's real. They got to feel that. And so part of me as a, as a leader, as an influencer, as someone who's helping them make a decision and guide them, I've got to help them understand the facts of right now and the facts of what happens if I don't change. And the easiest way to do that, what I've found is, because everyone tends to sedate, is they got to pull that future into now, and they got to sit with it for a minute. And that's why the expansion of pain matters, because I can bring it to them, but that's why most people don't make a change until it's too late. Most people don't make a health change to have a heart attack. They don't try to change their marriage until they get divorce papers filed on them. Right? you got to take that future and pull that into the now, and that's where the ignition happens, in my opinion, uh, from a, a light switch or a match that lights up this stuff here is me pulling that and expanding that pain. That's one of the biggest secrets to leverage right here. So you got to be able to make sure I bring it back in that aspect, right? If they're in a bad situation, I need to have them feel what's going on. Hey, John and Mary, when you wake up in the morning now in that apartment cooped up, what do you feel? What's it feel like? Do you feel uneasy? Do you feel unsafe? Whatever it is, I got to have them get into that moment of right now. And so don't be afraid to ask that question. The problem most salespeople is what? 
They're scared to go there. You're scared to go into that darkness of that pain, that darkness of what they have, but that's where the true leverage is at, the true influence is at. So John and Mary, when you wake up in the morning and you feel, you know, in the situation you mentioned, what does that feel like for you? Do you feel like there's more to life? Do you feel like you're not committed? Do you feel like you're not in a steady situation, a steady relationship? Right? And I'm pulling in the unintended consequences into the now so they can feel that, and I'm pulling that forward if things don't change. And it's going to help me coach them out in that aspect. But this is where I spend the most time at right here once I'm able to verify, obviously, the pain that we think that it is. Number four, I want to build the pleasure. Paint it vividly. This is where it gets very important that you're good with words and good with talking. And you can ask them, hey, look, John and Mary, paint for me with your words what it will look like in a perfect scenario for you. The minute I have them paint their words, what happens? They emotionally become attached to it. So if they're painting me their words, what their house looks like, what it feels like, the bedrooms, the bedroom color, the Christmas, all that stuff, when they're doing that vividly, there's an emotional aspect to that which makes them make that move, and that's what you want to do. Same thing you do in, in, in coaching somebody in business. Hey, paint for me what it's like when you sell 50 homes next year and what you got going on in your life. Well, I bought a new car, bought a new house, got this going on, got this much in the bank, I'm actually traveling here. Like, then all of a sudden, what happens when you start doing that? You get excited and you, you what? You feel it on the inside. And all of a sudden, you feel it's possible because you're vividly painting that in your mind, which now makes it more real. The only disconnect is the work in between there. And so that's important for me to do. So I wrote that. Paint it vividly, which is important. The key word is vivid. And here's the thing. That takes some practice sometimes. Right? I want to make sure I anchor that. Describe for me what it looks like. What if in less than X months you can make this happen? What would that feel like for you? Here's the coolest thing I want you to write down too. Is there any sacrifice you wouldn't make to pull that off and make that happen? Is there any sacrifice that you wouldn't make to pull it off and make that happen. What am I doing here? Cranking down the leverage. Tying it down, cranking it down. Systematically through that process. That's something that's super, super important there as well. So, key part, is there anything you wouldn't sacrifice right now to pull it off and make that happen? Ask the question, go there. Most people do what? Stay surface level and never get to any of this. If I had to take a guess in the room, 90% of people are staying surface level. Why is that? Because I, I hear the conversations. I watch the emails go back and forth. I hear all the things happen. So how can I go deeper at really studying this and getting good at this? It makes a massive difference. And here's the thing. Why it's important for me to share this today? Because as this market gets tougher and more complicated, the more leverage you have and the more you're able to help guide your people, the more success that you're going to have for your clients. Right? My job is to help get them the house. And so if I'm not very good at that, it's not going to make a big difference for me to be able to have. That makes sense there? Super important. All right, number five, I gotta expose the chasm. Here's the pain, here's the pleasure, we talked about it, and the main way I'm looking at this is if this were possible, would you be willing to fight for it? If this were possible, we can make this happen and get you in this house and get you what you needed or get your house sold so you can be next to your grandkids in Florida before they get to turn five, 10 years old, would you fight for this to make this happen? I'm building their motivation from the inside, they gotta make sure they take an action. So the question there, would you fight for it? Now, through this takes rapport and connection, but I already have the data and the scenarios and everything here. And this is just is really true on both sides. Okay, because I need this with sellers to get the price right, to get them to make commitments, to actually move, because why? Most of them are scared anyways. The same thing on the buy side is important because right now the market's harder than ever. 
And so they got to you want to pay more money for it. Understand that, look, they're going to lock in now, rob that up as it con continues up, but they're going to get in before it's something that's too late. I know you had a, a tough situation before. I know you feel like it's not possible. If I can make this possible for you, do you want to fight for this one more time and make it across this gap? I know you had a previous agent who was terrible, who sucked, who couldn't get the job done for you, who you hate real estate agents, but showing you what we have here and how we do this, do you want to fight for this one more time? That's a conversation I need to have with them. That's a must. And so two things. Number one, willing to fight for it. Number one, fight one more time. Sorry, number two, fight one more time. Which is super important. Right? Which I think we got to really build on, make sure we're pushing there in that aspect. And it's going to take some collisions here with them. of Colliding to their stories, colliding what their, their doubts are, colliding on what they, they're, they're, they're scared of. Because I got to be able to combat that with what their pain is. Success in anything is scary for anybody. It takes a lot of work, both in real estate business and sales and owning a business, whatever it is. But I got to fight for that, have them be willing to fight for that. And part of my job as an influencer is to have them continually fight. Guess what happens? They lose one or two offers. What happens? Well, most of them are going to get frustrated and want to quit. And so my job is to do what? I got to bring them back to the pain here and the scenario. That's why in today's market, it's more important for you to log that in the notes, why are they moving? What's important? What they say? Like that's the key thing here because you got to be willing to go back to this. When they lose one or two offers, do you have the, da the data to go back and get leverage on people? Right. Last part here, number six, how to paint the path. So I'm vividly painting a roadmap. Right. Vividly painting that roadmap, which is important. I'm probably I'm writing out what would have to happen. Once I can paint this, here's what's going to happen. Here's how we're going to do this. Here's why I'm the best solution for you. Here's our process. Here's my uh, experience. You know, all the reasons that you're going to be the one that helps get them. And ultimately, at the end, I want them to, to, to count in and say, look, let me ask you this, Mr. and Ms. Byer. Are you ready to make that type of commitment to make this happen? Are you ready to make that type of commitment to make this happen? Yes or no? There's a key question right there I have for you. Right? I have that circle my notes here. Are you ready to make that type of commitment to make this happen, yes or no? And that's the talk right now I have in what? The reality of the market talk. And we talked about when I signed somebody. Hey, look, one more thing. We have to have you know, a deep conversation about the reality of the market right now. And as I go through that, I'm explaining to them this whole process. And I've already got these things in here. Are you all ready to make that type of commitment to make this happen in the current market, yes or no? Now, when I ask that question, I should already have the answer. I should know based on the previous work. If I get a no right here, what's that mean? You missed a step. I up on one through three at least. And most likely that's me taking a pain that they're telling me. That's not really the, the true pain. And so that's a key part there in that aspect. Or they may say, well, I need to think about it. That's another example of you messed up on that part too. If they do that, here's some stuff you write down. You know, what do you need to think about? Let's go ahead and think about that right now. Because it sounds like to me, you've been thinking about it for a while. Have you not? And I think that's a powerful one to write down to have. Seems to me, based on our conversation here, that you've been thinking about this for a while. What else is there to think about? Especially if they've done things a different way. I'm asking this question here. Well, how'd that work out for you? That's when I have my leverage. You know? And obviously, it didn't work out too well. How do I know that? They're sitting face to face with me. And if it worked out, it wouldn't need to be with me. 
And that's when it, my posture and my understanding of the reality, the facts here, that's what gives me leverage too because I can go hard at them. Why? Because I know they need it. And it's true. And it's real. And so my emotion come across and able to lead them through that, it makes a big difference because now I believe it. And the other thing too is I'm going to have you consider the possibility of that blank. I'm going to have you consider the possibility that this is exactly what you need, that you guys have been sitting on the sidelines for a while and it's already costing you and hurting the relationship. But we can take the right action now and make the right move quickly. And I can help find your right property and get you guys in where you need to be. And on the seller side, guess what? To flip the exact same thing there. And I'm pitching it as very, very simple. A simple decision. And if you want to know the secret to winning in this market, as the market gets crazier and the inventory gets tighter and all those things happen, the secret is the better you get at this, the more you're going to win.